This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. When you think about the ancient title of knight, what do you think of? Someone who is honorable, brave, helpful, and chivalrous. Many of those old orders still exist, and they help people unify and develop leaders in the community. In March 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, Safety Knights was formed. It's an online community created by and for safety professionals. I joined and was blown away. We share information to develop and support leadership within the safety community. Our members come from all areas of safety, and the best part of all of this, it's free. We are not like some of those other safety groups that charge money or are subject to the whims of censors and group administrators. Visit Safety Nights at safetynights.com. That's Safety Nights, and Nights is spelled with a K. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. I got a comment the other day that I believe that you should just quit and move on when the going gets tough if you're in the safety industry. Nothing could be further from the truth. I told this person, no, I think you have to make a choice between managing safety and being an enabler of unsafe practices. Are you an enabler today on Safety Wars? I think this is a decision we all have to make for ourselves, whether we are involved in any number of organizations, whether it's a professional organization, an organization like a charity, an employer, any type of organization that might be going down the wrong path. What do I mean? I realize that most people can't just pick up and move on. Even though there was a news story over the last week or so that there's a great resignation coming and it's all, we're already in it where people are quitting for everything. I recently found a letter I wrote to one of my former friends from about 15 years ago. And I said, when people figure out that they're not happy where they are and they have time to contemplate things, then there's going to be a societal shift. Well, I think staying cooped up for 18 months, better part of 18 months, on lockdowns, unemployment, you name it, a lot of people came to the realization that maybe they should move on. But let's get back to the uh, question at hand. It comes down to this. Is your organization improving, growing? Is safety supported? Is there a continuing process of improvement? Are you getting better? Is the organization getting better? Right? Does your organization value you or safety? There's a lot of organizations that that doesn't happen. Is safety an afterthought? Here are some things that I hear from people who are against safety. Safety is a necessary evil. Safety is just a check on the box in a checklist or on an application for a bid. We are committed to safety. We hired a safety person, let alone that the person has no authority no leadership responsibilities, can't take leadership responsibilities, it's being undermined, it's being relegated to a place of derision and shame. What do we mean by this? Something goes wrong, and then you, the safety person, gets thrown under the bus. So you have to go and cover for dysfunctional people, take the blame for accidents, because you didn't do the job, or someone else didn't do their job, they're an unsafe worker, they're a bad actor. They're this, they're that, whatever, whatever it is. They make excuses for an unsafe culture. Are you the one 
making excuses for an unsafe culture. If you are, you're probably an enabler. What's an enabler? According to a common definition, the term enabler generally describes someone's whose behavior allows a loved one or other to continue self-destructive patterns of behavior. So how else does this manifest? We mentioned a couple of things just now. How about we buy the wrong PPE? We need nitrile gloves. So what do they do? They give you latex gloves because latex gloves are cheaper. They're not doing the right thing by their employees, by their management or anything, whatever that means. Blaming the worker, not the system in the organization, not the incentive system and everything else that goes on in an organization that the C-suite has to fix. How about incentivizing production at the cost of employee injuries? How about general abusive behavior? We've covered this several times over the last couple of months. These are just a few of the things out there that go on. So what I'm going to ask you to do is go back and ponder this. Are you an enabler? Are you an empowerer? If that's even a word. Eventually, there's a cost to enabling people. Who's going to pay for it? Is it going to be the employee with injuries? The organization with liability? Is it going to be yourself, personally, professionally, your conscience? I can tell you this much. The people that you're enabling to work unsafe and who have these self-destructive behaviors, the self-sabotagers that you're enabling, they're not going to be paying the price. It's going to be you. It's going to be other people getting hurt. What have you? whatever negative things could happen. Enabling bad things, that's a sure way to lose the safety war. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.